11 years, Annie. Your relationship is nearly as old as Dubai. Welcome to Life and Laughter with Annie and Holly. Love is in the air this week with Valentine's approaching, but before we discuss all things love, we have some questions from a couple of listeners from last week's podcast about our move to Dubai. Firstly, Holly, how are you? I'm good, thank you, Annie. I had a fantastic date night the other night. Oh! Yeah, uh, it was given to me as a gift, but I went to Dream, and it's just opened up in the address, you know, the new hotel in JBR. If you Lovely. if you haven't been, you have to go to that hotel. It's like one of those hotels. It just you walk in and it even smells nice. It's like <laughs> <laughs> smells of money. Um, it's <laughs> absolutely amazing. And the show, it's like a dinner and show experience. And they have like 3D mapping across the whole of the restaurant. And people don't know who free, what 3D mapping is. It's basically they project like moving content across the walls, and it just. It's like watching a little movie, but with live performers. It's incredible. So please go and check it out. I loved it. It was a really, really nice special gift. Lovely. I will do, actually. I've actually got it booked for a couple of weeks' time. Dinner with the girls. Yeah, I'm going to do it, Danny. I didn't get that invite. <laughs> Shot fired already. Thought love was in the air on this episode. <laughs> Not for us. <laughs> That lasted long. Um, <laughs> this is our last podcast, guys. <laughs> nice knowing you. <laughs> okay, well, let's change subject then very quickly. Um, <laughs> as I mentioned, we had a couple of questions from some listeners last week just to kind of ask for some more advice about our move to Dubai. So we'll touch on them quickly. So Holly, if you're new to Dubai, where do you recommend you meet new people? We did touch upon this in our last podcast. I would say try and socialise with your colleagues outside of work. Not saying they're going to be like your best friends, but I do feel it's a lovely way any new job you start, go and socialise with your colleagues outside of work. Also, having a gym friend. I found that I've made really good friends with the gym and joining like activities within the gym, like a class. And once you get to know someone, when you finish your class, you could say, you know, go and grab a coffee afterwards and network that way. So hobbies, gym, and as I said, just push yourself outside your comfort zone. Absolutely. There's actually some really, really good questions here, actually. What is the cultural awareness we need to remember within Dubai? That's a tricky one. I'm glad I didn't get that one. (laughs) (laughs) Throw me under the bus. So the UAE is a Muslim country, so everyone needs to respect this. Although Ramadan is a huge celebration each year, there are so many nationalities here. So it's definitely become a lot more relaxed for other religions. I definitely recommend everyone does their research and absolutely attend an iftar and get stuck into, you know, everyone's local cultures. You're going to meet so many nationalities and it's exciting to learn about their traditions. Next question, Holly. How do you bring... Very well answered. Thanks. So how would you bring over the right stuff? If you've only got 25kg in a suitcase, what do you bring? Oh, okay. I think I overfall it in a way. I think definitely if you were to pack, say for instance, you pack for holiday, you kind of pack your, your evening going out clothes and then you pack daytime 
office attire, just literally seven outfits of each. Because one thing you need to remember, guys, living in Dubai, you're going to have a lot of guests coming to visit you. So don't pack a lot. You think you need a lot, but you don't. Because when you have guests coming out, your parents will come out and see you. You can fill their suitcases up <laughs> with things and send theirs to the house. And now ASOS, all the big companies and um, pretty little things, you can order online and get it over here. So don't panic with 25 kg. I think that's a good one. Also as well, it's so cold in Dubai <laughs> when you're in all the air conditioning. So don't just think you need like dresses and stuff. No, absolutely. So just basically seven outfits for office attire, interviews, things like that. And then seven outfits, I would say, for like going out, dinners, you know, and you can dress it up, dress it down. One thing to remember, anything goes in Dubai with regards to style. <laughs> you can wear anything you want. <laughs> What's our next one, Holly? We did discuss changing time. So this is a good one for you. How to adjust to the time zone within Dubai. So I definitely think it takes a lot of getting used to. I would recommend to set aside some time to catch up with your family. A Sunday evening Dubai time is such a good idea to catch up with people. But also remember WhatsApp is your go-to. You know, we're always on WhatsApp anyway, but after you've settled in, you wouldn't even realise your family are far away. So you probably speak to your UK friends a lot more than you even realise that you will. And you'll, you'll definitely speak to them a lot more when you move here, I find. Well, we hope that was useful for you guys. And please send any question you want us to answer. Now I'm excited to move on to the love. So the love is in the air. <laughs> Valentine's is approaching. Some people hate it, don't they? Well, I can enjoy it because I'm actually with someone this year. I'm, I'm usually single. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you reckon you'll be doing? Do you, have you got any ideas? Do you plan Valentine's or will it be your partner? No, my partner. But I have, we've got this magnetic fridge organiser, this calendar, which I bought off Amazon. It was, I think it was like 57 dirhams. It was the best thing I ever bought. And I've put it on and in large red writing, I've put <laughs> on the calendar Valentine's Day just to remind him. <laughs> so hopefully something nice, but I don't know. Everything usually gets booked up so quickly. I know. Well, the worst thing is, is my partner's birthday on Valentine's. So selfish. Oh God, it is, isn't it? It's funny because in the morning I'll be like, here's your birthday card. And then I'll be like, where's my Valentine's card? Where's my flowers? <laughs> um, <laughs> Spoil and me. Yeah. And we always go out for dinner because it's his birthday. And I'm sure the restaurants think I'm taking the absolute mick. When I say, oh, it's his birthday. Can you please arrange something? <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to get a free dessert? That's what they always think. <laughs> exactly. And um, I actually heard something the other day that, well, obviously, Valentine's this year is a Monday, which I think is so annoying, like the first day of the week. But what I heard was that in the UK, the most popular day for a date is actually a Thursday, believe it or not. Why? Yeah. Why? I don't know, but I reckon it must be because at least it's not really impacting your weekend if it goes wrong. Oh, that's a committed relationship, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> if it goes well, maybe you want to see each other again, I don't know, at the weekend. But what would you say your biggest no-no on a date would be, Holly? Oh, my pet peeve. Yeah. I would say, it's going to be so cliche, but I definitely judge somebody with table manners. Table man is such a big thing for me. I think it reflects definitely how you're raised, you know, and how you treat people, you know, because you, you kind of, you speak to your waiter, you speak to so many people who are serving you in the restaurant and kind of how 
you treat them, the basic please and thank yous, etc. I judge someone how they hold a knife and fork. How awful is that? <laughs> I hate shovels. <laughs> and someone that eats really quickly. Oh, yeah, I don't like that one. I don't like that one. And also to be, you mentioned this actually to me the other day. It was people who don't ask you questions. Like you have to be able to hold a conversation, I feel. Whether you're at dinner or like drinks or I don't know, going to crazy golf or top golf or something. You just need to, a conversation I find doesn't flow unless someone asks you a question. And I think it's such a nice trait when you're curious and you're intrigued by someone. I couldn't agree more. I've had it where, not, you know, on a date, I've had it with meeting people for the first time. And all I've done is ask them questions after questions after questions. And I'm like, oh my goodness, all I need is a spotlight. Tie you down in a chair and shine it in your face. I'm interrogating you. And I've got to a point where I'm like, I need to stop to, like, I'm not going to ask you any more questions because it's just, it's too much. But if they don't ask you questions back, then the conversation's going to go dead. You're not going to get past the starter. Like, it's just not going to happen. It's not going to be a very productive day. I agree. I Yeah, it just, where, where does it go? Like, also, I don't want to necessarily always just hear about you. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about myself for a little bit. I know. Um, Is this when I need to ask yours then? What's yours? Go on. No, I can't be a hypocrite. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're really not getting on today, are we? <laughs> I know, I know, clearly. <laughs> it's therapy for Holly and Annie. <laughs> My biggest no-no on a date is eating with your mouth open. Oh yeah, that's nasty. That's it nasty. Is. I actually went for lunch with my partner yesterday. We were at the Anantara on the Palm and we went to, I think it's called Beach House. It's beautiful. It's all by the, it's by the sea. It's really lovely. And it was a nice place to go and have lunch. And I had seafood spaghetti. <laughs> Thank goodness I wasn't on a first date. Spaghetti is the worst thing to eat. And my partner looked at me and he was like, you've been speaking for the past you know, day about what content you want to discuss on your Valentine's special podcast. And he said to me, look at you, you're a prime example. <laughs> <He was like>, <laughs> <laughs> it's awful being with someone that's eating spaghetti. And I thought, oh, that's a bit rude. So that's what 11 years of being in a couple does to you. But I think, yeah, eating with your mouth open is just, I just, I just don't like it. I don't want to see it. Oh my goodness, 11 years, Annie. Your relationship is nearly... As old as Dubai. That's insane. <laughs> I, do, I don't think I've actually known, apart from, from my parents or like, you know, like pe- other friends of parents stuff who's had a relationship for 11 years. That's Thanks. crazy. Say, that's well. the same time as like a, a murder sentence. <laughs> they do say that, don't they? You get more yeah. for murder or you get less for murder or something. Get less it's been an, it has been an enjoyable 11 years, Holly. I'll say that. <laughs> oh, good. Good, good, good. Look at you trying to grovel for a good present. <laughs> I want a Valentine's gift. <laughs> And do you have any funny dating stories? Oh, you put keep it clean. Yeah, keep it clean. Keep it PG. I did. So I was on dating app when I first moved out to Dubai, and I deleted it pretty much after like four months. But I gave it a go. We all do it, and you'll have to try it. And there's been some successful people who have met someone on dating apps, and I am not one of them. This guy I met, he was such a lovely guy, actually. He was very, like, handsome. He had a bit of, like, a nerdy look and quite stylish. We went to Fume in Pier 7, which, oh, by yeah. the way... that's quite a closed. date it place, is, isn't it? I think it's closed now. But everyone 
on the, it, I don't know what it is with this restaurant. Everyone went on dates there. It was like, you looked around and I was like, this is basically a Tinder meeting hub. And the guy had a few drinks and I asked him questions of like, what music he listens to. Like, this is how good our conversation was, by the way. I was like, what music? What's your favourite colour? Yeah, what's your favourite colour? <laughs> and he turned around and he... He was like, I love Green Day. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that band. Like, they were quite cool. And I thought the conversation was just going to be, that's it. Like, call it a day. He listed every single Green Day album. (laughs) He listed where they toured. He basically knew their, like, every single facts about this band. And then he started taking it, unbuttoning his shirt. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I'm in a restaurant and this man is taking his top off. And I was like, I didn't know what to do. And it was like, we've already ordered our food. So I can't hide my face with the menu. And some people were looking, bless him. And I think I had a bit of like, I felt sorry for him. But at the time I walked out and I couldn't stop laughing. But he had a Green Day tattoo. And I Oh my God, no, he didn't. On his chest. And he showed me it. And I was like, oh my goodness. I'm so sorry if you know this man or if you, I don't know. <laughs> imagine if it's like, that's my husband. <laughs> he got married two years ago. He's got, he's got three kids. <laughs> <laughs> They're all called Green Day. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that, that, I, that still makes me chuckle. I think it was because it was so random and so... If you were to, if if you've ever been to that restaurant, just imagine sitting there and looking over, and some some guy just randomly takes his shirt off. <laughs> what what's That's, yours? I want to hear this. By the way, Holly, that is really strange. I think as well, if you had like a really big, I don't know, you're really passionate about something, or you're obviously a real groupie. <laughs> um, at least you kind of knew about it on the first date, and it didn't go down a spiral hole. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I actually said to him, it was it, the reason why I do like him is he was such a gentleman. You know, he he offered to pay the bill, and we we walked out together, and he put me in a taxi, and he said, "I would really like to see you again." And do you know what? It was the first time on a date I've ever had it happen, and I had the opportunity to be honest and just to be upfront and say, "So sorry." amazing guy really enjoyed this evening but it just wasn't there for me and that was the first time I've ever ever done that on a date and it just felt so good because I just went home and I just had closure you know and he had closure and he was like thank you and then we just parted ways oh well that's good I suppose honesty is the best policy (laughs) so I haven't obviously been on a date with someone for over 11 years so I don't really know whether even now I'd be good at dating. Anyway, that's just a side thing. But so I don't really have many funny stories, but there was one time when I was probably about 15. <laughs> and this guy was like, oh, do you know, do you want to go on a date? I was thinking we could go for lunch. So I thought, oh, okay, yeah, that's perfect. Like on a Saturday, I was in the UK. And then like last minute, he changed it to, do you want to go shopping? And I thought it was Okay, a bit weird. But okay, we can walk round, you know, that's fine. And he said, okay, I'll pick you up. He was a bit old, like he was 17. And um, he picked me up and he goes, so I want to go and buy a new fish. And I was like, so we're going to go shopping for a fish? (laughs) And I was literally in this thing like, okay, great, Please don't tell me you wore your your little black dress and your stilettos. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I didn't look like I was going fishing. (laughs) 
<laughs> I didn't realize look like I was going fish shopping anyway. Um, but I mean, it's not that funny. But that was just like something weird that had happened to me. That yeah, I think afterwards I was literally like, right, <laughs> got to go and get someone. <laughs> got to go and get an actual partner now. But if you're single and it's Valentine's and you get asked out, just go for it, right? Yeah, got to do it. Got to do it. You never exactly. know. You've got to kiss a lot of frogs. Yeah, or guys who takes friends. you shopping to get fishes. <laughs> and if you're a guy listening, I definitely think the best ideal date would maybe be just to go for a drink. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, see, there's a there's catch-22 there. It's half and half. I, some women prefer just going for a coffee because it's short and sweet. That's like my main thing towards the end of... Because I've been single for pretty much 50% of my time in Dubai. And when I was in the dating game, I would say as a guy and as a girl, just go for a coffee. There's no alcohol involved. You don't, you can be a bit more relaxed with your outfit, but dress up. You can meet in a busy place and you kind of have that spark or you kind of meet instantly there. Like, you know, there and then kind of thing. And then you can go on a dinner or a more exciting date just the second time round. That would be my advice personally. I like it, coming from a pro. <laughs> I know, bloody hell. I won't get a bloody hell. <laughs> Look at me making it sound we have so many listeners. But I won't be able to get served in my coffee shop. There'll be queues out the door. <laughs> Friday night. <laughs> the new Tinder spot. <laughs> I love that. So we wanted to talk about the five languages of love, didn't we? Yes, I absolutely loved this. I, I read it ages ago it was a book Gary Chapman is the author but this is so interesting I it's one information and, and one thing which has stuck with me for years obviously we'll go through it but it's a book written by as you mentioned Gary Chapman and it's called five languages of love and honestly even if you're not in a relationship just read it it's so interesting and it's kind of like the psychology behind like friendships, being in a relationship, and when you kind of understand it, like things fall into place, don't they, Holly? They do. I don't use it in relationships. I've never used it in my relationship I'm in now. Sometimes I do think like, oh, what's your language of love? But I actually mainly use it in friendships to kind of suss what their language of love are. So there's actually five, isn't there? There's So one is quality time. Quality time is when people want your undivided attention or like they want to hang out with someone. Like that's the quality time, isn't it? And then gifts is like the way you show love to someone is you were to buy them gifts or to receive gifts. So for me, you know, like if I was to say, for instance, get given flowers, that might, that will mean so, so much to me. And I would remember those bunch of flowers um, mm. as an example. But some people don't have, it doesn't stick with them or it doesn't touch them in, in the same way. Obviously, they'll be grateful. But, and then it's touch. So physical touching, like holding hands cuddling don't know if you do that with your friends <laughs> <laughs> I did ask a friend once that's a funny story I did I did text her saying do you would you like to Netflix and chill Ooh. um I didn't know what that meant um, and I texted her she was like holy <laughs> hopefully it wasn't on the 14th of February you messaged her that I know, got that I know. The god things have got really bad uh the next one is acts of service so when your partner goes out of their way to make your life easier so things like making a coffee in the morning or cooking you dinner basically like actions are speaking louder than words and when you have one of with an acts of service 
your and when we're talking about all of this it's like you said Holly isn't it the way you receive love you that views like a, an importance isn't it yes and then words of affirmation is the last like, one. Oh, I love you compliments words of appreciation what would you say yours are Holly because they say you're like two of them right I like two of them would be your main ones yeah I would say quality time and words for me mm. affirmation yeah and I never used to agree with the last one words of affirmation but I've always been a quality time that really makes a difference within like a friendship perspective like somebody who makes the time for you and also not just to meet you just makes the time to think about you like they might remember something you said you know a specific date in your calendar you know like obviously your birthday or so mm. you know something along those lines like they obviously are thinking of you and making the time to message you and think of you etc so that's a huge one and then one thing actually my partner does do a lot my partner is very vo vocal he does say a lot and he's you know he does give me lots of compliments and I have realized in myself that I do like that and I'm gonna own it I do I do you know if I get all doled up and he's you know pays me a compliment and you know I like that I feel good in myself when he says that so um mm. I would say they're they're mine too my, they're my too and can What's I just it? say as a friend of yours Holly like I your quality time Honestly, like you also are, um, you give your time and your friendship as that. So you can show that that's what's important to you because I can see that so much in you. Oh, look at you. And also you're ticking oh. the box of words of affirmation. You're coming crawling back now, Annie. Coming crawling <laughs> back. Here we go. <laughs> can I be your friend? <laughs> My ones are... <laughs> I can't. I'm all of them. <laughs> I want a nice present. I want you to give me a cuddle. <laughs> no, I think um, acts of service for me, and especially in friends, like I definitely think, I always notice when people go out their way or, you know, like doing something, like even picking you up, you know, just saying, oh, should we go here? I can pick you up. Like for me, I always think, oh, wow, that's really nice. Yes. And I wouldn't say gifts as in, <laughs> I'm not saying I need you to buy me, but I do really, in, I do think, you know, for example, like your your example that you said about the flowers and if someone, you know, says, oh, like what my friend the other day said, oh, if you want to, or something borrowed, you can borrow my veil. And for me, like I was so touched. And I think it's really interesting because I definitely know my partner's ones are words of affirmation and I definitely know that it's quality time with him so I know that for us to like kind of work I've got to kind of do that because I know that that's what he likes and that's the thing they they do explain that some people are not compatible for each other and that's with relationship and friendship so it's quite interesting that you said that Annie in a way of like you know not obviously like you and you and Dan have sat down with this book and be like, right, which one are you? But <laughs> like, have you, you, you know, God, you've been together 11 years. I'm assuming you have kind of got to that stage of being like understanding what each other wants and what way they feel loved. Yeah. And it's funny because even though I didn't sit down with the book and the checklist and be like, what one are you? But when I read the book and when I understood this language or this process or whatever, it all kind of was like, wow, this really falls into place. And some of my friends, I work out what they are. I kind yes. of know what some of my friends languages of love are. And I definitely think like it is really and I did actually have a conversation 
with my partner and say, okay, these are what I think, what do you think your ones are? Or what do you think my ones are? And it's interesting because it actually is quite a good conversation. And maybe it's a conversation if you're listening to this before Valentine's. Really cringy, but you could have a conversation about it like over dinner with your partner or do you know what I mean like discuss it yes. with your friends because it actually does fall into place and it makes so much sense couldn't agree more it's basically a useful tool of like how to improve like the way you communicate and yeah and and just kind of understand you both want in a relationship friendship and um, romantically as well it's how Sorry. you express yourself and what you need so I think get your notebook out it was words of affirmation <laughs> quality time acts of service gifts and touch and we will tag the book in our description so you can go and read it you can kill two birds one stone and buy it as a gift for valentine's (laughs) (laughs) subtle hint improve (laughs) (laughs) and give them a hug when you hand it over um (laughs) there we go um now i have to say so we have created a, a a little question. Um, oh, so it's a little myself, game. Little game. Um, so myself and Annie. So Annie um, asked my partner a question and I asked Annie's partner a question. So I want to go first. Go, go. As in, I want to ask you. So I asked Holly, this is actually going <laughs> to, it's going to make or break. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. <laughs> we just thought it'd be a bit of fun. We just won't to jazz make up it to Valentine's. <laughs> It's all right, babe, you can hang out with me. So I asked Holly's partner, if Holly was to take you on a date in Dubai, where would you hope it would be? Or what would you hope that you do? In brackets, keep it clean. Oh, if I was to take him on a date? Yeah, and I'll give you a clue in terms of his answer. He's not said anywhere specific. He's said what he would like to do. Right, okay. But he's a huge foodie, so it's got to be evolving food. I would want to go to the cinema. That's what I would hope he would say. But I would say definitely a steak restaurant with red wine. He's a huge red <gasps> wine drinker. Okay, Holly, this is so interesting. He said a nice restaurant on a terrace outdoor, outdoors somewhere having a glass of wine. Yeah. So you kind of have got it right. Yes. Compatible, you've made it. Cha-ching! <laughs> <laughs> Basically what everyone else will be doing in Valentine's. <laughs> um, what was the best Valentine's gift Annie bought you? And I also said nothing naughty. And his answer. Okay. I don't think I've ever bought him a gift for Valentine's Day. Such a crap girlfriend. Um, it's also his birthday, isn't it? So you might yeah. think that... But to be honest with you, you're saving money there. It's like my, my birthday's connected to... Christmas so I just get one gift do you do separate gifts Annie okay I get him I will get him like a card and like a little something and then a birthday and a birthday present like birthday card and a birthday present okay Holly I'm obviously really really not good partner because I wouldn't even know this answer so maybe I'll tie it in with his birthday and for his 30th I did a a boat and valentine I did a surprise boat party and a trip to the Maldives but I don't know if you would have said that. Ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. <gasps> you won. Yes. Um, his exact <laughs> answer was, don't worry, we've been together 11 years, so nothing naughty. Um, <laughs> I know. Bloody insult. And he said, trip to the Maldives, plus she planned a boat party and took me to the Burjil Lab. And I did question it. I was like, are you a secret millionaire? I was like, this is a very impressive <laughs> gift. <laughs> To be honest, I asked his parents for some money for the flight. (laughs) 
everyone paid for their own part on the boat party and my mum paid for the Bergela Alp. <laughs> <laughs> what did you pay for the towel and sun cream? <laughs> I paid for oh. the birthday card. <laughs> and, birth- and Valentine's card. Yeah. Um, well, Annie, who said romance is dead? Let's hope the boys are paying for the bill this Valentine's. It's time to be an adult, so join Annie and I next Thursday where we discuss the joys of adulting. Oh, thank you, Holly. We'll have a good week. You too. And we'll speak soon. Bye, guys. <laughs>